0: for our uh, third Dharma talk Uh, this time we are going to investigate into the nature of uh, non-attachment or renunciation it's Midut or and we are going to start uh, first to explore it of course uh, through the practice so you are welcome to sit in a comfortable way close your eyes So, uh, let's see what we've been through so far. So, remind yourself that what you are doing is a service. (coughs) You are supporting existence by doing this practice. (coughs) You are supporting the existence of your mind, of your well-being. Because of that, the existence of all. So, develop this intention to serve serve with your practice. And then, by your willpower, with the help of your willpower, (coughs) start to direct your attention to your object of concentration. And feel this force that you can initiate, that you can activate whenever you want. And see how different this is from desire that arises mm, spontaneously and causes us to act during the day. Here you can see that you are the one who is putting the effort, your, it is your will to direct the attention to your object of concentration. And now, start to see. Maybe you will be able to identify some desire for uh, results, or some attachment for something to happen in this practice. See if you can find, see. maybe there is this little bit of attachment. something that is that you think that is supposed to happen from the practice and now try to bring the idea of non-attachment or renunciation or in other words Try to be content, satisfied in doing the action, the action of directing the attention to your object of concentration. You are content with this. And see if something changes in the practice. Continue directing your attention to your object of concentration, being content, satisfied with only doing this, with the action itself. Nothing else is needed. Only the action of directing the attention. Nothing else is needed. We will stay here for a few moments more, see what happens. Then and again remind yourself to just be content with performing the action and now think what will happen to your daily life if you were able to only to be content only from performing your actions not attached to results Would your life be different? And I think, in order to be content only with performing actions, whether it is here in the retreat or in your daily life, what is needed? What is needed to be content, satisfied with performing the The action. action? So, when yoga talks about action, it says a useful action needs three components, more or less. (laughs) One is it has to be an action meant for serving, or it has to have the intention to serve. And this we have already discussed. The idea that uh, we are not working to gain something or working from a selfish intention to gain something, but by our actions we are supporting the existence. So we are fulfilling our purpose to be useful like any other thing in this world. And by our actions, when they are actions of service, we allow or we are enable all other things to be useful because if I treat my body If I do actions with this with my body uh, That serve the body the body will be able to serve me because its life will be sustained And then we talked about the energy that has to be put into the action and uh, what we call uh, willpower and we saw that the willpower, we can uh, differentiate between two, we can say, willpowers. One is not really willpower, but is uh, <laughs> uh, our, uh, yeah, the will that comes from uh, our own desires and aversions. It is a very strong power because we can see how it drives us to action. We can do many things to get something we crave for. We can put a lot of energy for that. So this is like a willpower, but it is not our willpower. It's a willpower that depends on desires and aversions. And the yoga doesn't appreciate much this willpower, <laughs> this kind of power, because it only leads us for suffering and for uh, trying to get to satisfy again and again our desires. And whoever has uh, desires know that they cannot be fulfilled. All the time will come another one and another one. And of course, when we act from desires, we start to act selfishly because the desire is something only us, we feel the desire and we want to fulfill it. But it is not... But it will uh, mostly be uh, a useful action. It will be, not be an action that serves existence of anything. And you can check and you can see how much power you have when you do these actions that are coming from desires, and how many times they are not at all useful and they don't support your system at all, or other lives. And then the willpower that yoga is interested in is the willpower that we initiate, that has to come with an effort that goes against, many times goes against the willpower, the will of the system, for example, to be able not to smoke when I want to smoke. This takes a lot of willpower. And this will not happen by itself. I have to be there and be able to avoid the cigarette. Or to wake up early in the morning and start to practice. My system will not do it naturally. It wants to, naturally it wants to stay in bed a little bit longer. And to initiate this willpower, to do this action now, to open the mattress and start practicing, This is the willpower uh, Yoga talks about and action that that is done with this kind of willpower will be a useful action because it goes along with the intention to serve, to support the existence and then I can put the energy to do this action. And now we have come to investigate another component for action. That is going to help us in our action of meditation and, of course, in our daily life. And this is the idea of non-attachment or renunciation. I don't know if you managed to see, because this is a very short uh, experiment we do with the practice, but maybe in your uh, daily sittings you have noticed that all the time we have this a little bit expectation of something to happen in the practice. Have you noticed? You know, we think that sometimes it's supposed to become easier. Or we expect it to something, I don't know, for the mind to open up suddenly or to have some kind of realization. All the time there is some kind of expectation for result by what we are doing. Or we have expectation for the whole retreat to give us something. You know, to, uh, we expect the nutrition to to give us some good feeling, we expect the whole atmosphere to do something for us. So we can start to see that there is a little bit of attachment to result in our action. We don't do the action pure, we expect, we desire the result and we are attached to the result. And the yoga says, to be really useful, the action must be done for the sake Of doing the action not for the sake of the result and were you able I don't know to feel it in the practice if we sit and we do the this concentration for the only to do the action we all our intention is there is in the action itself not in the result is there something different happening in the practice when we are focused only on performing the action, nothing else interests us. Something else, hap- does something different happen in the practice? And you can try it along the way and you will see how we can say, uh, I don't know if it's correct, so correct, but to say, like, easier the practice will be or it will be more efficient. This is the better word. Because I'm only concentrated on doing the action for the sake of doing the action. There is no any energy wasted on waiting for something to happen. And you can see, if you check it, you will see that when you wait for something to happen, you actually lose a little bit of practice. Because you're starting to search for results or whatever. And your concentration or your attention goes away from what you are supposed to concentrate on or what you are supposed to investigate. And if you uh, instruct yourself instruct yourself from the beginning to sit and to only be concentrated or uh, satisfied with doing the action, content with doing the action, and this is enough, nothing more is needed, you will see the difference in your practice. All your energy, all this willpower that you put will be directed only to the action. It will not be wasted on other things. So first of all try it <laughs> and see how it goes. And then we ask if we do like this in daily life, if we are content with performing the actions, if we are not always busy looking for what is the results or how are the results of our action, how will our daily life look like? What will it look like? Let me imagine it for a moment. And you can see that immediately, life will become much lighter, because this bondage to results is give us a lot of suffering, a lot of fear. Will I succeed? Will I not? Will they? You know what will happen? How it will go? We are busy. We are wasting so much energy worrying about the results, and this makes us. Uh, this is like a burden. This is what makes everything so hard and difficult but and heavy but if we imagine ourselves only focusing on the action and satisfied with doing the action doesn't matter the result but remember that the action is an action of service yeah and done with our own willpower not the, not controlled by desire if we are satisfied with doing this action how much um Well, more efficient we will be, but how much more light and uh, we all these uh, worries and fears, they will not be there. Imagine how it is to do a project without being attached to the idea if I'm going to succeed or to fail. And many of us, we can think that uh, if we don't have the idea of succeeding or failing, why are we going to do this uh, project or how are we going to do to know what to do? But I don't need to think about if I'm going to fail or going to succeed. If I am thinking about what is serving the project to do actions that are going to serve the project so the project is going to get the best conditions I can give it or I'm doing the most useful actions I can do <coughs> to support the existence of this project. And then if my focus is there on the action, why do I have to think about failure or success? <coughs> this is not necessary. Uh, imagine yourself uh, growing a garden yeah, and you are taking care of a garden. You don't need to be worried if the plants are going to, to flourish or not. If you are going to succeed or not. You have to be Uh, attentive or put your attention on the actions that you are doing in the garden, on giving the water the earth, the sun that is needed to give the condition there should be the attention and then if you do these kind of actions if you give the uh, good conditions the results will come anyway it is unavoidable if I give good conditions to a plant this plant is going to grow So why did I have to worry about the plant? I had to worry about what actions I do and to make sure these actions are the useful ones. And this is what yoga wants to teach us, to put all our attention on the action and not to get attached to results. So check it, you will see. And then there is another, maybe idea that goes with this non-attachment to result. On the one hand, it is the understanding that our responsibility is on the actions. To understand, like this example of the garden, this is our responsibility, how to act in the world, or what actions are we taking. There we have full responsibility. And uh, when I look at people, I see many people, they don't take responsibility on the actions, But uh, they want responsibility on the results. They want the results. But they don't take responsibility on the actions. So for yoga, what we can choose in this world is our actions. So be sure to choose useful actions. Actions that serve. Do it with effort, with intention and effort. And then the results. Not only that if I have done the useful actions the results are unavoidable but yoga understands another thing about the result is that we don't have control over the results because there are so many other things involved in every process that is happening so when I am growing a garden I can do all the wonderful results all the wonderful actions necessary but Suddenly can be, I don't know, changing uh, change in the weather and everything is going to be covered with snow and doesn't matter how many useful actions I did, the, the plant is not going to grow. So, in our daily life, if we look, there are a lot, a lot a lot of things that can change all the time that we cannot control. And every time we put our attachment on the results, we will only get fear because there we have not no control, no certainty. We cannot guarantee what is going to happen. We cannot control it, we cannot touch it. The way to touch the result is only by doing the action. The thing that, this I can choose. If to water or not, if to move the plant or not to move it. This I can choose. But what will happen as consequences? This has so many... <laughs> things depending, or things changing this, that why to attach to something that can change so much and I, I have no responsibility there, no no choice in these things that are can happen. So, by making sure that we perform the action and we are satisfied with performing the action and by understanding that there is no point to be attached to results because the results are can be influenced by many things by doing these two things what will happen is that the actions uh, uh, we will get the results of our useful actions and whether the plant will grow or not will not cause us suffering if we have put, if we were satisfied with doing the action and if we were detached from the results. Can you see this? Imagine this. Because you have been all the time satisfied with doing the action, you have been satisfied with this. Now already there is bliss there in, with this satisfaction of doing the actions of service and doing them with all your intention there. So, here there is no doubt, there is no fear there is no nothing and even if we didn't get the results that we wanted this doesn't cause us suffering because we understand that we have done the best we could and there are so many other things that we don't control and then you will see that you gain yeah, this uh, kind of uh, or you will see that your existence is supported because you have done the actions and you don't get suffering from being attached to the results and the result will be that your existence will continue to grow or to be supported even if you didn't really get the results that you wanted. And then another important thing that the yoga add to that is the idea of uh, learning from the results. In any given moment, I have done an action that I thought was a serving action, that this was the right action. And I put the effort in that and I was satisfied with doing the action. But then if I got different results than what uh, what the action was meant to create, I'm going to learn that maybe this action was not the most useful one. Maybe there is a better way to do it. Maybe there is a better way to, uh, to water the plant. Maybe there is a better way to prepare something. Maybe there is a better way to do this project or to prepare this class. So even when we didn't get the results that we wanted, we still got knowledge, we got learning. And this knowledge that we got from the result will help us for the next action. for the next action to be more accurate so it will be an action that really serves the existence of what we want and not just uh, mistake after mistake so this is the basic idea of uh, non-attachment and I want to read uh, a few things from uh, again the Bhagavad Gita And it says like this. um, Those who have uh, achieved complete renunciation are uh, liberated from all duality or all sense of duality. Chapter 5. They are not affected from, uh, by uh, how to translate Chiba veslida. Uh, affection and aversion, yeah. Affection and aversion. And they are free from the uh, bonds of the self-will. I will read it in Hebrew. So those who achieved full renunciation or non-attachment are free from all uh, sensation of duality and they are not affected by affection and aversion and they are free from the uh, bondage of uh, self-will. And this connects us exactly to what we have talked about yesterday. Our will, the desire and aversion, when this controls us, we are all the time we will all the time be attached to the results. But if we can do this full renunciation, this non-attachment to the results, if we are only content with our action, then we are no longer uh, bound by the, the desire or by liking something and not liking something. And uh, when you look at our own little self and the desire, the power, the willpower of the self, then it is only, we only do actions of what we like and we always avoid actions of the things that we don't like. And then if we are not attached to results, we are not attached, we are not bound by these actions anymore. Because whether we like it or not, we can still do the action. And whether we like the result or not, we can still continue learning from this or continue serving or continue doing the action. <coughs> but as long as we are attached to results, we are always attached or we are always bound by this desire for nice and trying to avoid the not nice. And um, then he says, another very interesting thing, uh, he says, those who gave up attachment in all their doings in life, in all their doings, uh, live happily or satisfied in the city of nine gates. The body, uh, oh well, yeah, the city of nine gates. They are not, uh, they are not bound to act. And they are not uh, involving others to act. And I will explain. Uh, when the yoga call, talks about the city, it calls the, uh, this body and mind our city. This is the place we live in. And um, when we are attached to results, we all of the time, if you look, we try to satisfy the mind and we try to satisfy the body. If you see the things that you are attached to, it's always... Something that gives you pleasure, whether body pleasure or mind pleasure. Can you see it? All the time this is what directs us. But when we are not bound by, by uh, our actions or by the results of our actions, but when we are not attached to them, then we will see that we can live here satisfied whether we have pleasure or pain. We can live satisfied whether uh, <coughs> whatever happens in the, sit- in the system in the body and the mind will not affect us because what happens, whatever happens in the body and the mind is always the results. You know, I, have, I have done some action. For example, I'm taking a cigarette. I, am, I want the effect of the cigarette. But if I'm not attached to this effect, then I can be satisfied with whatever there is in the system, whether there is now desire for a cigarette and I'm not taking it, or whether I took it. But my well-being, my content, will not depend on what is happening in the system. Um, And then it says, uh, they are not bound to act and they are not involving others in action. And this is very interesting. When we are not satisfied, we all the time uh, have to act to create satisfaction. Can you see? If you check your actions, you will see that you always act when you are not satisfied. And then you have to change, I don't know, where you are, what you're doing, all these things, what you eat. You always have to change until you get satisfaction. And the, the more of that is when we are not satisfied, we start to demand <coughs> other people to be a source for our satisfaction. And then we force other people to act. And uh, I really invite you to check this idea in your daily life and to see how many times you demand the other person to act, to talk to you differently, to prepare you something different. I don't know to do to act differently or you involve them in action. But this action that you involve them in is only based is only there to make you satisfied. Yeah? For example, we can see it a lot in couples. How many times we tell the other person, uh, don't say this, don't act like this, stop doing this. Why is this all these things? Uh, what is the source of this? this? If you look, it is only for you to be satisfied. And, why you are, and whatever they have done before, that uh, caused you, uh, whatever they have done before, caused you to, be, to feel unsatisfied. And then you had to change, or ask them to change their action. for you to change your feeling. But if we are always content, because we don't care of the results, we don't care of what this city feels, whether it is uh, happy or not, whether there is now sadness or happiness, if we are always content, we will see that we we no longer have to demand anything from life to make us content. And for me, this is a very important uh, idea in yoga, and changes our relationships uh, a lot because they stop to be something that's supposed to give us pleasure. We are our own support for satisfaction because we are satisfied with doing our actions. And uh, and uh, the actions that we are doing in the relationship can be what kind of actions? Actions that serve the relationship, but not the ones that are meant to serve us or our satisfaction. So, think about that. And then it says another thing in Chapter 6. It says, uh, Not those who lack energy or avoid actions, but those who work without uh, expectation for reward or results, will achieve the purpose of meditation. Their enunciation is real. I will read in Hebrew. Lo chatzrei ha'energiya o hanimna'im peula, ela ele ha'ovdim lelo tzipiya legmul, mesigim et matrat ha'meditatzya. Havitur shelahem amiti. So, not the people who lack energy or avoid action. And this is not the way of meditation, but those who work without expecting uh, result or without expecting reward, they achieve the purpose of meditation. And then we can ask, what is the purpose of meditation? <coughs> what do we achieve by this? And, uh, well, if we look, if we talk about the whole process of yoga, eventually what it wants to, to give us is the... We can say, uh, well, I will say a few things uh, to release us from suffering, to give us uh, awareness, stability, many these kind of things. So, if we work or if we do our actions without expecting the reward, and if we do our practice like this, we will realize that we have achieved a place of stability. That we have achieved a place that is beyond suffering because all the suffering comes from not getting what we want or for not being satisfied with what we have. But if we are satisfied with every action we do, then there is no cause for suffering, not because we didn't get the results, or not because we are not satisfied, we already have this satisfaction. So yoga always gives a lot of importance, a lot of importance to the actions that we do. but the focus is on doing the action, not on achieving the results. And then he says something uh, more. He says, you must understand that uh, renunciation or, uh, yeah, or non-attachment and serving, they are one. They go together. And so in the first day, in the first Dharma talk, we talk about the idea of serving. So this supporting existence and not expecting results, they are the same. They go together. Those who cannot uh, detach from results of their work are very far from the way. Those who cannot, uh, yeah, they can. They cannot uh, renounce the results of their work are very far from the way. I will read it in Hebrew also. Uh, so I invite you when you do this practice this today and the rest of the days that we have here check this place of not being attached to the results of the practice and See that you can develop this uh, satisfaction in doing the action itself, whatever it is, if it is in, the, uh, in your uh, sitting meditation practice, just be content with directing the attention or investigating whatever you, you do. And see, uh, really try to see this, uh, bring this uh, contentment, this uh, satisfaction with doing the action. And you will see what will happen to your practice. And the same when you do the walking meditation. Do it with this, always only satisfied with doing the action. Your karma yoga, everything you do, rem- remind yourself this and you will see how your practice um, changes and you start to be on the way and you will understand what is meditation about. It will really make a big, big difference in your practice. And then in your daily life, when you go back, also remember this, and start to see how you can develop this place to start to be only satisfied with doing your actions. And whenever you see yourself attached to results, uh, see if you can, uh, if you can uh, non-attach yourself or renounce, renounce the results of the action, understanding that you don't have control over the results, but that you have full responsibility over your actions. And you will see how your life will become much lighter and uh, much more precise also because you will be focused on the actions and then naturally you will get the results of that but without all the suffering involved in expecting something in return. And uh, let's finish with just a few moments of checking this. So sit comfortably and close your eyes, (coughs) and then start focusing your attention on your object of concentration. And now, see that you are satisfied with doing this. Only be satisfied with this action. Nothing else is needed. And see what happens, how it feels. Put all your willpower into the action and be satisfied with this, nothing else is needed. feel a difference in the quality of the practice? It's a little bit. But uh, if you put your attention there in these days, you will see. Only focus on doing the action. Be satisfied with that. You will see what will happen. Okay? It's a very, very, very <laughs> big uh, concept in yoga. And not uh, and has arisen. Okay, let's uh, finish with that. Thank you. So just uh, close your eyes and bring your palms together. And now uh, we can say thank you for being in this wonderful place and practicing and studying together and may the result of our practice and efforts be for the benefit of all creation. Thank you.